T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hour number three to Get Right with Reggie KG on 105.3 The Fan. Kevin Gray, Reginald Atatula. Larry D. Flores holding it down for you here on your Turn It On, Leave It On stage. Appreciate you joining us on Odyssey and the Odyssey app. The text line 877-881-1053, 877-881-1053 if you want to get in on the conversation. Really appreciate Ty Batiste for joining us for the last hour here on the Get Right, the managing editor for the Athletic NBA. Good enough to join us here in the DFWsecurity.com studios. If you missed our conversation with Tyler Batiste, make sure you hit the rewind button on the Odyssey app, or you can go to 105throughthefan.com, and you can listen to any episode, any segment on demand for our show as we celebrate the fact that Reg is about to enjoy some well-deserved time off as he gets ready to go on vacation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We do have some breaking news, though, in the NBA before we get to the best NFL off-seasons in 2023. Breaking news on 105 through the fan is presented by BetQL. Smarter bets start with BetQL. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. News coming out of the association. Of course, we are getting ready for the NBA Finals tomorrow between the Heat and the Nuggets. Coaching news being made, though, as Sham Sharania of The Athletic, speaking of The Athletic. Yeah, uh, our, if our if our friend uh, Tyler Batiste wanted to stay another segment, he wouldn't have had an opportunity to. No, he, he would not have. Do. He does have work to do because Monty Williams, the former head coach of the Phoenix Suns, has agreed to a new deal to become the head coach of the Detroit Pistons. Detroit Basketball, Basketball. And agreed in principle on, get this, a whopping six-year, $72 million deal. You know what I just thought? There might be people that hear that and go, what's the big deal about that? But it's like, yo, coaches don't get paid like players. Except he is. (laughs) Like, So he becomes the franchise new head coach. He's getting paid like he's a a, a three-point specialist. (laughs) $12 million a season. This coming from Sean Sharania and James L. Edwards III of The Athletic, who covers the Detroit Pistons. The deal is expected to be finalized in the coming days. $12 million a season for a head coach on a six-year deal. That is astronomical. Yeah, so let's let's break down what just those things tell us, right? Because obviously... We can kind of break down, we can gain some information from just the way that this is structured in its most basic way. First of all, six years is a level of commitment. Now, understanding that 
you could fire a coach whenever you want to. You're still reliable or responsible for the rest of that money. And so while it is not impossible to fire that dude in a season or what have you, it is unlikely because, I mean, y'all understand these people. You work at a place. They're not just paying people just to pay them. Like, there's a possibility that you could, but it is prohibitive to have that much money on the hook for years and years and years without running that through. So it it shows that they have a level of belief and confidence that they are going to, you know, keep him around. And it also seems like they needed to do some convincing because Monty Williams had been offered that job before, reportedly, at least. That's right. And, like, basically it turned it down. And so it seems like they needed to money with him in order to take that job, which is one where you do not expect to win soon and one where you are going to be doing a lot of developmental portions of this, which I was, I was kind of surprised because Monty Williams has not really been in that place. He seems to be a like veterans coach. Yes. Um, a dude that a, a lot of players seem to like, but, you know, seems to coach mm-hmm. veterans, been around the league. And that is a team that is not veterans. That's a team of a lot of young guys that I anticipated you would get a coach that has done some of that coaching young guys. Maybe a dude who is uh, assistant becoming a first-time head coach or a dude who maybe coached college or, you know, uh, maybe a dude who's done that before, like a Kenny Atkinson who's coached younger players. So interesting that they went with Monty Williams. Uh, good for him for securing the bag, I guess. I mean, Tom Gore is the 58-year-old governor of the Detroit Pistons who has a net worth reportedly of $6.2 billion. Uh, clearly spared no expense in convincing Monty Williams to become his next head coach for the Detroit Pistons. Uh, my goodness, though, $12 million per season for Monty Williams to become the new head coach of the Detroit Pistons. Just a ton of money. But he's got a young star in Cade Cunningham, hopefully going to be coming back healthy this upcoming mm-hmm. season for them uh, to be able to lead the charge in the future for Detroit. But, yeah, that is the breaking news in the NBA. Monty Williams. Six years, $72 million to become the franchise's new head coach. This according to Sham Sharania and James Edwards of The Athletic for them going forward. So big, big name coach off the market. That leaves now only Toronto and Phoenix as the remaining jobs that are open right now. We have heard reportedly that Doc Rivers, Kevin Young, and Frank Vogel are the three finalists for that job in Phoenix. The only news recently I've seen out of Toronto is the fact that they interviewed uh, Steve Nash here recently, and they were quote-unquote impressed by him in his interview, of course, Steve Nash from, from Canada. So maybe that's a fit there if they can get some kind of commitment uh, to what they're going to do moving forward with Pascal Siakam, OG Ananobi, and others there in Toronto. So, but again, Monty Williams, the new head coach of Detroit, six years, $72 million. Let's talk a little NFL, though, here on your home of the Dallas Cowboys, the best off seasons in the National Football League. As this is a time of the year, of course, where OTAs are happening, you've got mandatory mini camps coming up not too long from now as well. There's a lot going on for these. 32 NFL teams and getting their new faces onto the field is something that we're going to be watching for throughout the course of this offseason. Bill Barnwell of ESPN put together ranking the best and worst 2023 NFL offseasons, which teams actually improved. And as we go through the top five of his list here, we'll go from five to one. Can we start at one? Unless you want to start at one. 
because I, I wasn't going to look at it, but then as I pulled up the article, you saw I, it. I saw, and okay. I was like, I don't understand. I don't either because he has Washington as number one. Yeah, but, but the Washington Commandos, because I was like, what did they even do? And then I looked at the very first line. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, no, that makes sense as an offseason perspective because Dan Snyder about to be out the paint. Like, yep. oh, yeah, no, you had a great time. Like, like I said, it's a win. <laughs> great come up, guys. Good job, right? Uh, because the uh, the agreement to sell the franchise has been um, figured out. It's not actually done yet. But the idea of getting that particular dude who you can very easily point to as a large majority, if not damn near all, of your problems as an organization. Dan Snyder has been horrendous for that organization. And so getting back to winning ways starts with making sure that that particular impediment is out of your way. So I get how you look around and you go, y'all did the damn thing by getting that guy out of here, even though like there's not much that the organization itself outside of that particular guy could have done to make that change. Well, if nothing else, there will be a change in ownership going forward for Washington, which means I guess things can just only go up from there for that franchise that has obviously dealt with a tumultuous era that was Daniel Snyder and his tenure there. Just to kind of run it down real quick, during the Daniel Snyder era, they had a team winning percentage of 43%. Okay. A grand total of two playoff wins. Okay. Zero Super Bowls, zero MVPs, zero MVP votes during the Daniel Snyder era and that used to be a franchise with, with like some level of respect around them pre-daniel snyder mm-hmm. 1974 to 1998 win percentage of 58 percent 16 playoff wins three super bowls two mvps 98 mvp votes oh what a dork yeah they were actually good before he actually calling him a dork is probably doing him a like a That's service too nice a word yeah because he's way worse like that dork implies that like you know there's some quirky or something in there like no, i have no, no problem saying he's a deplorable human being okay i'll let you say it then thank you for saying that um that's my own personal opinion um and that is a reflection of how i feel about him um number two speaking of south florida jimmy butler the miami dolphins come in at number two as the team with the second best offseason in the National Football League. Of course, they made a huge splash by getting yeah. Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. That helps. Uh, yeah. Um, so, look, they got a defense now that has Xavier Howard, Jalen Ramsey, and an offense that is going to be what we leave extremely dynamic once again. It looked really good last year, right? Uh, Tyreek Hill called the shot, and he was absolutely right. Like, oh, this is an offense that is a problem as long as Tua Tungabailoa is not dealing with uh, concussions. That's 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 a big caveat. I understand because of the, the way that this game is played, and I don't know. Maybe there's some like things with his particular physiology that makes it a little bit more apt to those things happening. We've seen this happen with certain players where maybe they are more apt towards um, concussions. Understanding that this this game is a monster and kind of does that to people already. Uh, but you you it, barring injury, high flying offense, defense that should be better. Those are things that you want in this league, and those are and they they got significantly better on defense. I think with Jalen Ramsey, there hasn't been a team that has added him that's gotten uh, that's looked worse for that. I do find it ironic though that the Chiefs still were able to win the Super Bowl without Tyreek Hill, and they didn't miss a beat without Tyreek Hill and his services. 
And, of course, he got paid and got the money that he wanted from the franchise that he currently plays with. But we can't do the simple math on, well, maybe Tyreek Hill wasn't that important because you saw you saw what he brought. When he sure, to, yeah. So, yeah. But I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. You're right. right? It, it's, it's a credit to... Patrick Mahomes' capabilities, obviously Andy Reid and his uh, and Eric Bieniemy's capabilities when it comes to offensive building and the ways that Brett Veach pieced together, you know, talented players that maybe don't have it all in one package, but have enough of a little bit there and here and there to piece together to make an offense. Arguably the best GM in the sport right now, Brett Veach out of Kansas City. By the way, don't want to forget. Not only did the Dolphins add Jalen Ramsey on defense. Oh, by the way, they replaced their defensive coordinator. Um, and now that's Vic Fangio. Oh, he's kind of the the daddy of this uh, of the modern NFL trend defensively with the two high shell and those types of things. Not a bad way to help continue to make your defense better by getting one of the best defensive minds in the history of football. Is that gonna be? Oh, all right. Problem is probably not the right word, but it's the one that comes to mind. So please forgive me if that's the wrong word to select here. Okay. Is that gonna be a problem for uh, Josh Allen? In Buffalo, because the idea of the Fangio defense, like, we just going to take it away over top, and we're going to make you just constantly be patient and make decisions. And one thing that Josh, Josh Allen can get to a little bit is a little bit of impatience, a little bit of, you know, mm-hmm. kind of just losing it yep. at times. Like, is that going to be an issue in some of these games? Maybe, but I think... And maybe I, it's not just him, but that yeah. was the one that came to mind. Yeah, I think Allen's mature enough as a quarterback that he'll be able to learn how to take what the defense gives him and then be able to make plays when he's capable of down the field when those are available to him. Which gets us to number three, the third best offseason in the National Football League. Where do you believe Bill Barnwell goes? Oh, that's right. You already saw it. <laughs> the Dallas Cowboys. That's right. And it's easy to look and know why. Mm-hmm. It's easy to know why. You brought in two really good pieces, veteran pieces that you can exp- that you can reasonably expect to step in and impact the game at two places where you had serious holes, and then you figured out another way to help fit another gap that you had. Almost uh, kind of pun, kind of intended when it comes to run fitting, run stopping with Mozzie Smith with your first uh, draft pick, right? Like getting. Stephon Gilmore, getting Brandon Cooks, dudes that are well-respected and do what they do consistently. You got them for the low. They should slide in immediately and make a great impact on a team that was already really good last year. And then you should probably be able to make a bigger dent in what was an issue for you in stopping the run, at least on paper, because the games aren't played on paper. But at least on paper, you look like a team that has pretty much addressed every issue that you have in a way that is sufficient to go into the next season and be a problem for any team you run up against. And you give credit to Stephen Jones and this front office, Will McClay. You mentioned the draft pick of Mozzie Smith in the first round this year. And more importantly, adding Stephon Gilmore to that defense to go alongside Trayvon Diggs. Brandon Cook's helping out that wide receiver room. We've already heard about the effect that those two veterans are having within the Cowboys locker room. Yeah, John Machado had a really good piece about that in mm-hmm. The Athletic a week ago, a couple or maybe half a week ago. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be important for this team to bring in guys that understand what it takes to get to the ultimate games. Stephon Gilmore and Brandon Cooks know a little something about playing in Super Bowls, and that experience is going to be invaluable for this team who's looking to take that next step this upcoming season, I thought the Cowboys had a terrific offseason, which is something that we haven't been able to say in quite some time because they did their version of going all in. 
by getting Gilmore and Cooks rather cheaply. Yeah, they managed to split the difference still because mm-hmm. it, it wasn't too far from a normal Cowboys MO, but they still found a way, and I guess maybe this isn't the correct framing, but it's one that I think that matters to us to somewhat appease the fans while also still staying true to what they believe as an organization. Hey, man, third best uh, offseason when one of the one of the better ones was just getting getting the dude that we hate out of here. Not anything about football necessarily. Pretty good. Look, man, I, as much as you know, people like to bang on the Cowboys for how they go about their business and the fanfare, deservedly or not, that they get. They legitimately had a terrific offseason here, and there's no two ways about it. And I think Barnwell recognizes what they were able to do based off of their. Uh, their acquisitions, but also who they already have coming back to this team, retaining their own in Donovan Wilson, Leighton Vanderesh, and now going forward here, Micah Parsons, who alongside T.J. Watt, Nick Bosa, Aaron Donald, best defensive players in the NFL, and they got some cap space to be able to make some things happen from a contract negotiation standpoint when it comes to C.D. Lamb, Trayvon Diggs, whom deserve new contracts going forward there. So to round out the top five, he had the Philadelphia Eagles coming right behind the Cowboys right. at number four. Well, yeah. you beat them out, though. You yeah, beat them out, though. that's right. At least we beat them there. Uh, and then at number five, he had, how about this? The Green Bay Packers he had at number five. Got extracted all the value that they could out of Aaron Rodgers, and now they have an opportunity to move forward, see if you have something with Jordan Love, and you managed to pair some talent with him. And then, you know, if you don't, you still you have more assets to be able to move forward after that. I love how the fact that the uh, Packers still didn't draft a wide receiver for <laughs> Jordan Love in the first round. Aaron Rodgers like, well, yeah, that's what kind of what they do. It's kind of what they do. <laughs> he probably sent a text. Well, never mind. He don't got that man's number. <laughs> he probably lost that number as soon as he got out of Green Bay. If he ever got it the first time. Correct. It's the Get Right with Reggie KG right here on 105 through the fan. Coming up next, you on the Get Right. Um, what is your secret? What goes into a perfect nap? I'll explain more next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, man, find somebody who loves you as much as Detroit loves Monty Williams. Boy, oh boy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, we don't even know if Detroit loves him, but the Pistons do. That's right, <laughs> because Monty Williams got an entire bag tonight from the Detroit Pistons. It's the get right with Reggie KG on 105 through the fan. Kevin Gray, Reginald Atatula, mm-hmm. Larry D. Flores on it down for you here. What goes into a perfect nap? 
we'll have more of that conversation here in just a moment. Uh, just to give you an update on the deal that Monty Williams got as he is going to be the new head coach of the Detroit Pistons. So he agrees in principle to a six-year, $72 million deal to become the franchise's new head coach, according to Tom Sharani of The Athletic. Sharani with more reporting on this deal. So Monty Williams' Pistons deal could reach eight years and $100 million mm. based Oof. on team options and incentives, sources tell him and James Edwards, who covers the Pistons for The Athletic. A hundred million dollars, the max deal could reach to. My brain does not fully understand that. Um, I would like to agree with Mo DeKill, who's a pretty good um, basketball NBA analyst. Oh, terrific on basketball Twitter. mind. Enjoy his um, work, yeah. And he said something that I fully believe in my heart, which is, I need Monty Williams' agent. Man. <laughs> I need that. Listen here. Because I need it, or really, did he even need an agent in this case? Because clearly, Detroit was like, "Look, what what do you want?" It do Monty? not matter, right? Like, what would you like? Just name your price, keys to the city, franchise, piece of the team. What what, what you want? Just just name it. Monty was like, "Well, if, I mean, if, if you're going to ask me, I mean, hundred million." Was that a Nipsey Hustle reference? Keys to the city? No, okay. No, it wasn't. But I see where your mind is. That's good. That's right. That's good. The question, though, we're going to uh, discuss here, though, is what goes into a perfect nap? Yeah, I'm sure that you're you're like, why is Reggie asking me this question? Well, uh, kind of, but not really, because you are about to go on vacation, so... Oh, ain't no napping on vacation. Boy, if you don't, you're about to get active. All Actually, that's not true. You, you Sometimes you got to get a nap in on that on that turnaround. You know, you get that morning, whatever, you get that real nap in, and then you go, let's, let's go get hey, Larry, nighttime going. Let's help our boy out real quick. Oh, God. When you get kids and you get ready to go on vacation. What I got to do with me? You're going to go to sleep. Because let me tell you what me and my wife did for seven days in Montego Bay, Jamaica. Y'all went to Jamaica to sleep? Sleep of our lives. We didn't leave the re- resort, damn it. Was that all about the sleep or? I mean, there were some other things. That okay. Were, you know, all right. Were, I would were. hope so. Um, but Larry, you could appreciate the idea that when you got kids, hey man, rest and relaxation is... Paramount. KG, is that one of your keys to a good sleep? Oh, it sounded like it. Yeah, that's what I was getting at. It sounded like it. Oh, touche. One, one of the keys to a good nap? Touche. Have the wife nearby? Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Mar- <laughs> marital activities? <laughs> that can lead you to some good sleep. Or not. <laughs> all right, okay, all right. The reason... <laughs> the reason... Depends on how you do it. Before we get a call from somebody important. Uh, the reason why I ask about uh, napping is that Howard Beck of GQ, GQ Sports wrote a very interesting piece about the art of the NBA nap. Okay. If you keep up with the NBA, one thing that you will find out is that napping is such a vital and important part of the NBA ecosystem and a lot of athletes really but this is more from an NBA perspective um like players just it's so important to them and we could talk about that but I think more importantly I kind of want to break down the like how of this rather than the why and the like I said Howard Beck GQ Sports they asked a whole bunch of NBA players you know kind of what goes into a good NBA nap, right? Uh, NBA players have to have a good day, 
of sleeping and being good at day sleeping because they work at night, right? Like they work nights. They might be off at like 10, 11, might not get back to their hotel or their homes until midnight, maybe even later because, you know, nightlife, right? And then also just the idea of you have to wind down. You had a whole day where you were working on adrenaline. Let that wind down. You end up in bed late at night, but then you have shoot arounds early in the morning. Mm-hmm. That's got to catch up. You got to catch up with sleep. So what goes into a perfect night or a perfect nap for these players? Now, let me get to some of the answers that you guys have given us. Somebody, uh, Swaggy Booties on the Twitch said uh, some CBD gummies an hour before the planned nap. Uh, Opie World said an ice cold room. Silence and a middle of the day. Let's uh, from the six eight six zero on the text line. No stress while sleeping. That's a good one. Also from the two one four, they said a, a perfect nap is right after some amazing Thai food. They also went further to say some Patsy you on a weekend. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I hear you. I love some Patsy you. All right, let's go to the NBA to the Hoopers. And a good nap for the Hoopers starts with darkness. Yeah, got to turn the lights out. Yeah, not just that, right? Uh, Charlotte Hornets vet Kelly Oubre said he's a vampire. He likes it completely dark. Uh, Wendell Carter Jr., also the same. And he's like pitch black to the point where you also have to remember, they're sleeping in various situations, various locales, one of those being hotel rooms. Have you ever gotten the hotel room where the blinds don't close all the way? Yeah, and it's frustrating. They kind of get... Apparently, these dudes, like, they've gotten great at figuring out how to make sure that them blinds touch, like... Um, I believe DeMontis Sabonis said he will go into the closet, get the hanger, the clip hanger, and clip the uh, the blinds together to make sure <laughs> to get that little gap. You don't get that little, you know, one singular ray of light. That's like, pretty no, no, innovative. No. Okay. Dark. Dark. I mean, investing in blackout hmm. uh, curtains. These guys are all about it. Although there's some players that are like, yep, I can pass out anywhere. Brooke Lopez, kind of like our friend from the 601 who said they are uh, in the Army incorporated naps into the physical program. And then from the 214, they said in the Marines, he can sleep day or night. It don't matter. Um, and so Brooke Lopez, maybe a little bit like a Marine. He's like, hey, man, it doesn't matter. I will get to sleep uh, regardless of the situation. All right. Point number two that I caught through Howard Beck's piece on the art of the nap. Temperature matters. Going to someone mentioning that they like a cold. Malik Monk is also in that fold. He said he likes his room at, get this, 64 degrees Wendell Carter Jr. said 68 is where he likes to go. 64? Yeah, man. Want to sleep in a damn igloo or something? Meat locker, apparently. Good I was like, that, that is not that is not how that works for me personally. No, like, I'm just, I'm not quite in that place. Um, apparently, there's a dichotomy anywhere, right? Like, there's a spectrum for everyone because Robin Lopez, and I've one thing I have come to learn through this is that uh-huh. the Lopez twins are weirdos. <laughs> He said 80 degrees. What? <laughs> he said, once you're on the covers, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I bet he'd be sweating. That's, <laughs> that's psycho behavior. What? Have you met Robin Lopez? <laughs> like, that's that's kind of... 80 degrees? I wouldn't be able to get comfortable at all. in that. Imagine living in Texas and you wanted to sleep in, 80 degree, in an 80 degree room. In the middle of the summer. I've done it before, but it, like, it's not something that I want to do. I, about to say, I don't think you probably wanted to do that. No. Um, but yeah, that's not that's not cool at all. Opie says 71 degrees, the perfect temp to sleep in. Between 70 and 72 is, is about. Yeah, I need a little right. bit warmer. 72, 73 maybe. Okay. Yeah. Larry, where do you fall on the spectrum? Oh, I'm like 66, 67. Like, 
Oh, so you like it for sure. You like it fairly cold then, huh? Yeah, like see my breath type of cold. Oh, that's yeah. wild. Wow. Okay. All right. All, All right. right. We're learning about each other All today. Right. All right. Um, <laughs> Dame Lillard says preparing for the nap is the most important part, like getting ready for it. So following shoot around uh, in the morning, he'll get treatment for his body, cold tub, shower, and then he'll get shower, food, then sleep. So Thai food, our friend on the text line. That's part of it. Like, he has a routine. And apparently, uh, one of the Lopez boys, Robin, who likes it at 80 degrees, he prides himself on being Damian Lillard's OG and getting him into the routine. So, like, the idea of have a set routine to help yourself wind down and get ready for sleep, food being part of that. Um, so, yeah, there you go. The wind down, also a good part of it. Not just going straight from activity to sleep, but getting yourself ready. I like that. All right, how about this for a portion of how to have a perfect nap? As, a, as according to NBA players, background noise or the lack thereof. So it seems like Wendell Carter has this as his essential. He needs, oh, sorry, I done skipped a little bit of a part here. I'm talking about the noise. Um, Malik Monk says he practices breathing exercises to get into that routine and then also just entirely quiet. Sometimes I like to put on a little classical music or a little jazz to kind of get me in the mood to go to sleep. Or if I'm watching TV, you know what I can fall asleep to at any point, especially like on a good Saturday One afternoon. One of them shows that you've seen a whole bunch of times that you don't have to pay attention to? Mm-mm. What's that? Golf tournament. Wow. Yeah. Just, But that's also something that's like not a lot of, it doesn't take a lot of your brain power. Nope. Mm-mm. Nice scenes. You know, usually the commentators are fairly, you know, level tone with their voice and it kind of. Put you to sleep. Yeah, they do kind of try and help you get to that place. Grant Williams, who was just eliminated from the playoffs, said that he watches, he gets drowsy by watching YouTube videos of fans drafting NBA 2K teams. Oddly specific. Really oddly specific. But I guess if it's kind of something that he views as kind of monotonous, it gets him to that place. <laughs> watching NBA 2K drafts? Sometimes everybody's got their thing, I That's guess. Really right? Odd. Okay. Um, somebody said they need rain playing in the background. Mm. Uh, is anybody like a noise make or like or like a you know noise CD or something? White noise machine, something like that. I uh, mean, I, I'll play like ambient noise every now and then, but it's not like essential. I mean, especially if I'm really tired, I can fall asleep pretty quick. My wife and I were on a kick for a little while. It, there it is, two one four crashing waves or a thunderstorm sound on YouTube. Oh that, yeah, thunderstorms will do it. That's it right there. We would just play that right before we go to sleep, and there would be like a, a soothing voice, like you know, kind of walking you through, like you know, the, the evening or whatever. Like, yeah, that's a that's a good way to go. Um, how about like something tangible in the room with your senses, in addition to like a TV show that you've watched a whole bunch of times? Just kind of have something on, with your senses, hearing wise. Uh, Wendell Carter Jr. said he needs an aromatherapy diffuser. So kind of having essential yep. oils, lavender, eucalyptus in the air, maybe candles, something like that to really help you relax so that you your body is relaxed and you really feel the effects of that sleep. Lavender that. every single night for me. Oh, really? You don't mix it up at all? Every now and then I will, but for the most part, lavender is consistent for me, um, which is what I normally normally use. Uh, diffuser right next to the left of me as I go to sleep. Oh, wow. Thank you for the descriptions. Yeah, so I'm on a little nightstand right there. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody said they have their they have their smart speaker play thunderstorms runs for about an hour, and they say they out they're out in ten minutes. Yep. Oh wow! From the A17, they said they grew up next to a highway, so they need the noise. 
Like that's just Oh, they've gotten so used to it that yeah. they need Oh wow, okay. Bob Ross Bob Ross. Why well, I say it like that. Bob Ross and a clean house. Okay. I hear that. Um but how about this, right? Somebody was saying naps are for the couch, sleeps are for bed. And I get okay, maybe maybe that, that for you that helps. That is a hundred percent correct. One of the biggest things it seems like is also making sure that the timing is perfect. And what do I mean by that? For NBA players, when they wake up, they need to go and be active. They need to go and get stuff done. So they need to feel refreshed when they wake up from their nap, not just like I slept, period. And so that means making sure that they either have a really short, a fairly short nap, 20 to 30 minutes, or a serious two-hour nap. And that's very specific, right? They're like, 20 minutes, you fall into a slumber, and that's one cycle, according to Grant Williams. If you go longer than 20 minutes or something like that, if you go like 45 minutes, you'll wake up, you'll feel groggy and you'll feel irritable. And it feels like, why did I even do that? If you're going to sleep longer than 45 minutes, they say, take it to two hours. Right. And so there's a lot of stories around the NBA of guys going, you know, being woken up by uh, housekeeping or phone calls. And so they really go out of their way to make sure that they're not disturbed for that set amount of time. And then they have an alarm or a wake up call. 20 to 30 minutes or two hours. And they make sure that that timing is right so that, like, you know, physiologically, their sleep cycle hits, they wake Mm -hmm. up, they're ready to go perform. So those are some of the things, according to NBA players, that all go into a perfect nap. Those are good tips right there. Look, man, this is elite-level performance stuff that I'm giving you here. So when it's time to get a nap, and also playing speed, you know, on TNT, when when you have speed (laughs) on, or one of those just, like, Con Air (laughs) I can't go to sleep during an action movie. Nap time. Uh-uh, I can't do it. What about the action movies that you didn't seen like three times? I mean, but they're action movies. They kind of get you adrenaline. You, you get you going? Yeah, okay. yeah, I can't do it. Need uh, quiet music or... Fans, box fans coming in strong. A lot of Fox folks are like, I cannot go to sleep unless there are box fans. That's real old Not even right like, there. not ceiling fans, not this... And the, I wonder if there's someone that's like, I need the creaky ceiling fan. You know the creaky ceiling fan? Mm-hmm. No, they're like box fans. I need it to be on the floor. I need to be able to go up into and do the robot voice. That's real old school right there. Right? So get right or educate you right here on 105 through the fan. Coming up next, we're going to go inside the gray area where Al Pacino, who was 83 years old, is still having this. Oh, God. Next on the get right. About to go inside the gray area where, of course, there is no gray area here on the Get Right or KG on 105 through the fan. By the way, this is one of my favorite songs to play on Guitar Hero. Really? Remember Guitar Hero? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Pinball and Wizard, mine. That and uh, Rock Band. Remember Rock Band? Yep. Did Two. you ever play DJ Hero? Where you, you were, I didn't you do DJ Hero. No, it was Guitar Hero and Rock Band for me. For some reason, I cannot play the drums in real life. But on Rock Band, you got it? Crushed it <laughs> on the drums on Rock Band. Never knew why. Also, Guitar Hero, I was awful with the guitar itself. I had oh, fun, no. Had fun playing it, but it was just, you know, it is what it is. That's really you to recognize that, though. Some folks are like, I enjoy it, so I'm good. And it's like, maybe not. Well, the music was so good on both Guitar Hero and Rock Band. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. We're going to go inside the gray area and now I have to go through like the, the playlist um, as we go inside the gray area here on the get right. Uh, let's go rock band oh, play list. It's been a while since KG started Googling. Live Googling here. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's or search see. engineing of your choice. I don't remember. 
what the other ones are. Okay, so some of the songs that were on, these are, again, amazing songs that they had. Let's see here. Ballroom Blitz by Sweet. Fun song. Black Hole Sun by Soundgarden. Black Hole Sun, won't you? Yeah, that was a great song. Um, Danny California from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Another great song. Uh, Inner Sandman from Metallica. Classic. Classic. Mm-hmm. The Hand That Feeds uh, from Nine Inch Nails. Learn to Fly from Foo Fighters. Uh, Sabotage by Beastie Boys. Like, there was some bangers. Um, Suffragette City from David Bowie. Like, there was, again, a lot of great songs. Oh, and then Rock Band, you could get your sing on, too. You know, you that's could right. get that microphone. That's in right. There. So that's Rock Band. So let's go back. Let's do uh, Guitar Hero. Oh, you just going to keep going with this. All right, cool. Uh-huh. I'm with you. Uh, mm-hmm. Playlist. Mm-hmm. Let's see here. Also, wasn't there like multiple iterations of, of these? I think there were, um, but I can't remember exactly. Let's see. List of songs on Guitar Hero. Let's see. I love rock and roll. Uh, mm-hmm. John Jett and the Blackhearts, mm-hmm. of course. Let's see here. Iron Man, Black Sabbath, uh, More Than a Feeling from Boston. Oh, that's one of my favorites. Yeah. That's- Which, funny enough, like that one and then Carry On My Wayward Son by Kansas. I don't know why it was two location bands, <laughs> uh, but those two, for some reason, are also linked in my mind. Somebody said from the 469, they had a buddy who could play the hell out of a guitar. Sucked a guitar hero. Uh, look, it's two completely different things. It's not like it's the same the same thing. Uh, from the 860, ironically, <laughs> I just spent over $300 this weekend getting a full rock band set up and, and an Xbox 360. People are holding those drums for hostage. <laughs> Money don't do it. That makes sense. Like, wow. Yeah, yeah. Those Once they stopped making them and people was putting ends to those things you know what i mean like getting ones that'll work i imagine that uh that market's kind of slim rock band is a really fun game for just like when you got your homies together yes you could play that game for hours and hours on end yeah i remember many of my college buddies we used to play that for long periods of time um from the 817 bulls on uh parade rage against the machines on uh guitar hero 3 all right cool just a little down trip down memory lane there just out of nowhere. It just popped up for you. Well, the song came up. I was like, that's a classic rock band and Guitar Hero song. Coming back into the break. Oh, that's from the 817. They said they love the games for their kids because it got them into classic rock. Okay. Yes. That's, you, a, that's a great way for musical education. Get them one of these two games. And you'll go through some classic music. Well, also, it feels like we're losing recipes in that. KG, you remember when you was in the car with your family, right? Mm-hmm. You listened to what was on. Right, whatever your mom or dad put in the tape deck, or maybe in your case, the eight-track player. Um, yep. Wow. Yep. Wow. Yep. yep. Thanks, really Larry. There, I appreciate huh? it. I needed that laugh. I you really, really did. There, huh? uh, but right. yeah, whatever is being played in the cars, what you're listening to nowadays, everybody got headphones, right? Like that's true. These kids put in their, and so it's very infrequent that they are forced, for lack of a better term, but they just like are naturally exposed to music that they do not want to listen to or that maybe they would not be um, familiar with from previous generations. So I wonder how like younger generations are going to have those moments where like, oh yeah, my mom loved this song, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, for the 940, wow, that guy spent 
$300 for a full rock band set. Got a steal. They just paid $600 plus hey, yo. for theirs a few weeks ago? Y'all dropping $600 on the rock band? Oh, and Ooh. people are apparently taking offense to me making the rock or the uh, eight track joke. So they're coming to your fence now, KG. Hope that oh, that's sweet. Good. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Larry, you trying to drop $600 on a rock band? No, not $600, but me and my brother have dropped a, you know, couple hundred dollars on like the you know, like the original first Xbox 360 and like Black Ops 2 because uh-huh. you can't play it on the the newer one and we just wanted that nostalgia of playing the older game, but yeah, 600, that's a lot. Were you a Halo guy? No, not really. My brother was, and I, I really couldn't get into it. Were you a Halo guy? Halo 1, Halo 2. Uh, for those of the people that know, I was a big fan of Griffball. That's not going to mean nothing to you, I could tell. But someone's about to text in in 3, 2, <laughs> 1, and they are going to be so happy that I mentioned the idea of Griffball. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, because I have no idea what you're talking about right now. Um, for the fourth time, my brother used to spend all kinds of money downloading different songs. Oh, wow. Just money. Oh, up. yeah, because they did have it where you could like download certain songs. They gave you like the general pack and they were like, yeah, you can get some of these other ones, though, if you put a little on. Thank you for the start of microtransactions. <laughs> Jerks. <laughs> uh, keep those rolling in on the text line 877-811053 where the headline goes like this, gentlemen. The Internet reacts to the news that Al Pacino at the age of 83 is expecting another child. He has sired another child. Which, hey man, didn't you said Pacino, right? That's right. Didn't De Niro just do this recently? Did he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't like this competition they got going on. Leave them women alone. Wow. Yep, legendary actor. I see. You see it's, him? it's pouring you see in him? right now. I there see it. It's all over the place. <laughs> there it is. It's pouring in all over the place. Griffball. Uh six eight two. Griffball was the blank. Mitchell and Kemp. Appreciate you. <laughs> oh, y'all don't like my singing 972? You didn't like that? Oh, wow. Now y'all about to get it. You see what you did? Yeah. You caused your own demise. And you sure did. You never know when you're going to get the uh, the singing from me. But at the same time, yeah, legendary actor Al Pacino is expecting another child with his girlfriend, who is already eight months pregnant, according to reports. Uh, Pacino, of course, is now 83, while his girl- girlfriend, uh, Noor Alfala, is 29 years old. And to your point... The news that Pacino's girlfriend is expecting comes just weeks after his 79-year-old pal and fellow acting legend Robert De Niro gave birth to his seventh child. The man said, just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. Okay, but... Or not. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but really, though, 83 and 79, like... I'm terrified of starting over. And how old am I? You 36. Like, I'm terrified to start over again. Me and my wife, we have this conversation all the time about, you know, having another child and what that means and how all that can go. Because I never wanted to be that old dad. Larry, are you on that same track? I never wanted to be that old dad. I didn't want to be like the 60-year-old dad having his son or daughter just graduate from high school. Like, I didn't want to be that that dad. But Well, I mean, if you, if you, if you go for that perspective, you might not have to be that dad. All right, Brad. What? Wow. I just couldn't imagine being 83 or 79 years old talking about, hey, hey, babe, let's uh, let's have another kid. What? Can I propose to you an alternative theory? Oh, 
you're assuming there was a discussion. <laughs> Maybe some assumptions were in here. Right? He's he's 79. It'll be all good. It'll be all good? <laughs> That's where you went? It'll be all good? It's a possibility. Hey, you said she's what, 29? Uh, Pacino's girlfriend is 29, uh, 29, yeah. Man. Still in the 20s. We don't always make the best decisions. Show raise that, baby. Uh, she's going to be the only one <laughs> at this rate. Um, from the 214, it ain't his. Old girl cheating for real. Wow! wow. That is a hell of an accusation, what? 214. <laughs> Why would you assume that? That's mean. Why couldn't they be in a loving relationship? Almost as mean as this from the 214. KG's old, yet somehow younger than me. Okay, that two one four just stay trolling, just period. Okay, like relax. That's the same one. It's about Tom Brady coming back to haunt me. See, there they go already. See, what? See, see, here they go. See, that's what I'm talking about. Relax. Uh, from eight six zero. That's extremely selfish. There's a good chance that kid will not be able to grow up with a dad. Thank you, Magic Johnson. Not the Magic Johnson. <laughs> Speaking of, you're right though. That's what Robert De Niro and uh, Al Pacino call theirs. Don't worry about it. It'll, wow. land. it'll land eventually. Wow. It's up there, but it'll land eventually. Wow. Shout out to IndyCar Tim. He says that he'll be 58 when his youngest graduates. God bless you for that. I, I couldn't, I don't know if I could do that. Like to be near 60 when my, you know, my child graduates. Hey, not school. everybody gets to this early, KG. <laughs> so aggressive. I don't know. I, just, wow. I felt like I needed to come with that aggression for the folks that didn't get to it early. You know what I mean? I, I see. Mm -hmm. Wow. From the 214, they took it a step further. Uh, they said it's Pete Davidson's kid. <laughs> the single chuckle. The single chuckle. Out of I like that that was the one that got Larry. Larry ain't been trying to say nothing all night, but that was the one that got a, a reaction from Larry Flores. That is hilarious. Oh, man. That is hilarious, man. Um, but congratulations, I guess, are in order for Al Pacino. Having a child is a lovely thing. And, you know, all jokes aside, it's incredible. One, just like biology that that happens. And two, like always incredible to bring a happy, healthy child in the world. So wish the best for for those those uh, few couples. Because I was going to mention Al Pacino, but also De Niro as well. Uh, speaking of those two, Pacino and De Niro, one of the great pieces of cinema that you can ever watch. You ever seen the movie Heat? Have I seen Heat? You seen Heat, Larry? I might not have seen Heat. There's a scene where oh, the... No. They only meet a few times in People the movie. People about to be mad. Uh, fantastic movie. There's only yeah, a few I've times. Heard, I've heard great things about yeah. Heat. I'm just like, did I have I taken the time to watch it? And the answer might be no. There's a restaurant scene between the two of them. Incredible pieces of acting between the two of them. Kind of a recognition of the two of them, where they are in their lives, back and forth. And it's just a very honest, genuine conversation about who they are and what they're trying to do in terms of uh, one catching the other. In uh, Pacino's The Cop. De Niro, bad guy. Mm -hmm. Mutual meeting there. It was fantastic. Well, you know, brought all the people out who was, you know, having children a little bit older in life, I guess, than what would be, I don't know, is it the standard? Because I don't even know if having a child younger, you're relatively young, you know, 20s, is standard per se. Um, It, it just depends. See, uh, from the 254, there you go. Okay, I'm rewatching Heat right now. Nice. Uh, it's a fantastic. It's a fantastic movie. You would enjoy it. No, I'm sure I would. It's, it's just one. Of, there's a lot of you know films out there that are like 
considered classics or just like ones that a lot of people are expected to watch. And mm-hmm. I guess I just haven't gone around to it. I have I like and care about too many things. And so I kind of have like this fear of missing out. I'm like, I need to get into all of these mm. things. It's one of the reasons why, you know, as much as you make fun of it, like recommendations don't always seem I'm like, I got enough stuff that I'm trying to that makes sense. get into. But that makes sense. I, for some reason, still haven't gotten into heat. So my apologies to anyone that that offends. Uh, from the 214, cool from Dallas. I'm 41 with a three-year-old. Shout out to you. From the 214, I'm 37 with a three-year-old daughter. Shout out to you. Shout out to all the babies. Y'all fantastic parents raising y'all kids out here. Y'all be the great parents that y'all are. Mm. Keep holding it down. That's motivational. <laughs> it's the get right. Reggie KG on 105 through the fan. For the 817, that was all off script. That scene uh, was only points they needed to hit upon, and they acted it out. Yeah. De Niro. Oh, it's on Netflix? All right, we can just put that one on the queue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, De Niro and Pacino. Brilliant acting in that movie. Uh, coming up next here on the Get Right, we get you caught up on the latest headlines on this Wednesday night. We do that next on 105 Through the Fan. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 